0: Eric you're good to go.
1: Good evening, and let's call to order the special Valentine's Day version for Parks and Recreation Commission meeting on February 14th, 2024 at 7.02 p.m. The city strongly denounces hate speech and does not tolerate disruptive behavior in our meetings. Sunnyville provides itself on the rich diversity of our residents. We are committed to creating a culture of belonging where members of a diverse community feel safe, respected, and included. The Commission meeting is considered a limited public forum, which means the Commission can regulate the time, place, and manner of speech to prevent our meetings from being disrupted. This protects the rights of the Speakers and ensures the Commission can accomplish its business in a reasonably efficient manner. Speaker comments must be limited to the agenda item being considered by the Commission. The presiding officer will make a determination as to whether the comment is related to the agenda item uh, being considered by the Commission. If a Speaker does not comply, the presiding officer will rule the Speaker out of order. The presiding officer will not rule speech out of order because the presiding officer disagrees with the content of the speaker's speech. Before we get started, I'd like to remind commissioners of some procedural items for the meeting. During the meeting, remote participants will remain muted when not speaking. If a remote participant has a question or comment, please use the raise hand feature. Uh, Speakers will be called upon one at a time to speak members of the public may participate in person online or by telephone to provide public comment please submit a speaker card to the recording officer in person or use the raise hand feature online to request to speak that is star 9 on the telephone location and teleconference meeting details are are available on the meeting agenda captions are available to viewers accessing this meeting via zoom captions can be displayed or hidden using the show captions button Comments on matters not on the agenda must be submitted prior to the time I call for the item of four oral communications comments on agenda items must be submitted. Prior to the time I close the public hearing on the agenda item speakers are requested to keep their comments to no more than three minutes and time limits will be strictly enforced guidelines are posted on the city's website and on the meeting agenda. Uh, Please join me now to salute the flag.
2: I pledge allegiance to the
1: flag of the United States of America and to the public, which stands one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Recording officer, may we
0: please have a roll call? Chair Kesting. I am here. Vice Chair Mason is currently absent. Commissioner Bramon is currently absent. Commissioner Geary. Commissioner Gatani. We have three present with two absent.
1: And we're expecting Vice uh, Chair Mason momentarily, right? Yes, sir. Okay, excellent. Uh, so for presentations, I s- understand that we have A24-0297 Special Events Report. Michelle Bridget-Ragsdale will present. Michelle Bridget? Thank you. It's all you.
3: <clears throat> Hello, my name is Michelle Bridget-Ragsdale, and I'm one of the Recreation Managers for the Recreation Division for Library and And recreation department we're going to talk over our special events and looking an overview of then versus now from last year and what we're planning for this year we're going to do some highlights over our special events um, also talk about our partnerships and also about our special event permit process for the city and give an overview of that Um, for our 2023 events here's an overview of all the events that recreation helped lead um, and put on uh, for our uh, Sunnyvale community in addition to that we supported 35 actually more than 35 special event permits including the farmer's market that's a weekly event that's held in downtown we've also supported we attended 52 outreach events which ranged in 12 back to school nights, nine open houses, and 11 outreach events, including the farmer's market, summer, summer movie series, NVIDIA Camp Fair, um, Sunnyvale Community Services resource fairs, and then uh, the annual tree lighting. In addition to that, we also attended 20 job fairs for recruitment events at local colleges, junior colleges, and high schools. And then 2024, this is what we've got planned for the year. You can see uh, we're just as busy as we were last year. With a few highlights um, uh, of new this year's the Earth Day Festival that we're collaborating with the Environmental Services Department. <clears throat> Going forward, uh, we're getting ready for our upcoming job fair for this year, but we wanted to highlight our last year's events. So we had uh, we had a huge success, the biggest job fair attendance we've ever had, with 140 people um, apply with uh, 70 people were actually interviewed on-site for a multitude of jobs, including parks, golf, and recreation positions that were seasonal, casual, and uh, part-time non-benefited jobs. And 28 people were actually fingerprinted at the fair, which is part of our onboarding process and one of the first steps of a few that they have to go through. And then we've also, we followed up with a bunch of other attendees and were able to um, hire additional people that also attended from the fair. For this year, we Our job fair is just a couple weeks away. It's on Tuesday, March 5th. And our plan is to have uh, information tables highlighting our library, golf, parks, and uh, recreation job opportunities that again are our seasonal part-time and non-benefited jobs as well as some internship opportunities we'll have uh, a whole slew of computers available for people to apply directly online at the fair and working with NovaWorks, who will also be there with career advisors to help applicants um, navigate that process uh, we will have representatives from our human resources department screening all the applications During the fair, so then we can directly start interviewing, and we'll be able to uh, making uh, job offers to the most uh, qualified candidates at the fair. With uh, though also plan to have them be fingerprinted as part of the conditional hire process. The fairs um, uh, we've mailed out uh, to get the word out. We've mailed out a postcard that just hit homes to over fifteen thousand people in Sunnyvale from the ages of eighteen to twenty-five. Our target market for most of our summer jobs so you might have a neighbor or friend that might have received that in the mail and we encourage you to help us spread the word and tell a friend so these jobs are open to everyone the minimum age requirement is 16 years and older and we hope to uh, uh, see some more people at the fair the next big thing that we have going on is our um, earth day festival and this is going to be also featuring the civic center grand opening so uh, we will uh we'll be activating this whole campus around city hall it's scheduled for april 20th 2024 and um, all the activities are going to be listed up on the slide but we're going to have some live entertainment we're going to have community booths featuring environmental activities as well as electric um car display and some e-bike test rides including some uh, food trucks and some uh, fun children's activities and uh, so that's just around the corner and we're collaborating with the environmental services department to put that on the other big event coming up just right after that just a few weeks after is the hands on the arts festival and this is going to be our 39th year of doing this festival our plan this year is to have um 20 um, art uh, workshops so that encompasses a process of getting uh, hobbyists professional artists to come and lead their passion of their of their art form um, to showcase uh, the community through um, art and performance and so the kids will be able to go and and uh, to this free event and do a wide variety of different workshops Uh, also highlighting um, different cultures, Um, about at least right now, half of our booths will have some cultural element, and one of our booths will have a Mother's Day element, since it's the same weekend as Mother's Day. So that's exciting. And then all art supplies are included at the festival, and the festival is recommended for kids 2 to 14. And this is also a free event. And then also last year, we were able to help um, help collaborate with the Sister City 10-year anniversary reception where we had live music. We had remarks from um, city representatives as well as the Sister City um, organization. And then some representatives um, from Azuka Japan come. Um, about 40 people from Japan came uh, to, to this event and for the weekend. And where we presented a city proclamation and then the key to the city by the mayor, and it was just a great opportunity for community members, host families um, to come and enjoy the new city hall. and then we also gave city hall tours as well. And then coming up this summer, um, we're gonna be doing four movies for our Sunset movie series. Mm-hmm. Last year we did three. Um, and and last year was the first year where we actually uh, went from uh, we went to three different parks. Where previous years we just focused our attention at Washington, so we're going to continue that trend, and we're going to be um, going to Ortega, Washington, Lakewood, and Murphy, and we are um, these are the mo- these are the movies that the team has chosen, um, with the shortest movie going first because the uh, we can't start the movie until sundown, so obviously sundown goes later, so we're doing the shorter movie and then and moving forward. To plan for that, so we hope to um, we invite everyone to come out for those movies, and those movies are free to the public. And you'll um, just follow our social media on Sunnyvale Recreation to hear more details about that. And then also we've got our State of the City. So our date for this year is September 21st. So mark your calendars now. And at this event, we um, do board and commission recognition. So this is um, recognizing board and commission members who have served their terms. Um, Then we also have our community ward winners, which I'll talk a little bit about later. And then the mayor gives the state of the city address, followed by some um, different entertainment. And we usually have a VIP reception of people who are um, dignitaries and the community ward winners and um, other, other people that are involved um, with our city partnerships. And then we also, um, and then last year we also concluded the State of the City event with a City Hall open house. So we're in the, just the initial stages of planning for this year's event, but it should be um, a great event as well. And we're looking for nominations for this year's community awards. The deadline is June 1st. So, if you know a person, group, business, or nonprofit making a difference in the community, um, we encourage everyone to fill out an application and nominate that person so you can help us celebrate different people and organizations that make Sunnyvale such a great place. And you can find that information on the website at sunnyvale.ca.gov and search community awards. Uh, the different uh, categories are distinguished resident of the year, educator of the year, high school student of the year, business person or business of the year, contribution to the arts, environmental achievement, and community volunteer of the year. And then next is our winter wonderland. So uh, this past year, uh, we usually do our breakfast with Santa event, which is, as you see, breakfast, so pancakes, um, those type of things. And then a visit from Santa and the families come and they take pictures. But we expanded this past year to include Winter Wonderland. So all the Breakfast of Santa is a small, um, small dollar pay event. The, the rest of the activities of Winter Wonderland were all free and open to the public. So we had crafts, cookies, um, decorating, story time, and then also youth choir performance. And this year for the upcoming 2024, we're also going to add a winter movie that we're going to show in the theater. All right. And then next we have our uh, library partnerships. As you can tell, we're all busy, busy bees. Um, So we, uh, during the summer, we partner with the library to do the family fun nights. Those are held in uh, last year at Washington and Lakewood Parks for the months of June and July. Very well attended with uh, different entertainment um, every day. And then we've also uh, partnered with the library to do the community baby shower that's held at um, the library and the program room, and as well attended about two hundred to three hundred people attend. And then our story walks, which uh, is basically you go walking through a park with your little ones reading a storybook that's set up on a frames. Um, we're actually going to have one a story walk as part of the Earth Day festival. So if you haven't mm-hmm. participated, I encourage you to check it out. And then we also have our Magical Bridge Story Time at Fair Oaks, uh, at Fair Oaks Park and performances, and those occur twice a month. And then we and then we also work together to put on the summer reading program, summer carnival at the end of the summer to celebrate everyone's reading um achievements uh, throughout the summer. Okay, and then um next is about is our special event permit. So if you didn't know, our department is the clearinghouse for all citywide private and public special event permit applications. Um we've we're doing outreach in the activity guide and social media to inform the public about special events because it's kind of a little known um area that people are not aware that um there is a special event permit when you're opening things to the public either on private or public property especially if they're outdoors um so we're doing some outreach in that way um the application is due eight weeks before a special event process and the reason being is because we uh, reach out with all the other departments. So when an application is submitted, we then route it to public safety, fire prevention, recreation, environmental services, risk management, economic development, public works, traffic and transportation, parks, operations, community development, pl- building and planning. And all of that takes about two or three weeks for them to review the application, including a detailed event map, Ask questions. We go back and forth with the applicant, get clarification, all to make a conditional letter, um, which kind of outlines all the requirements that need to be completed by a deadline before the event in order for us to issue the issue the actual event permit. It's a pretty lengthy process, and and um, takes uh, a, a large chunk um, of uh, some of our time in in helping some of our. Um, applicants through the process but it's you know it's a it's a fun time um and with that so last year we had 35 event permits we're starting to see more of an uptick this year already um so um we're we're predicting that we're going to have more special event permits this year just given we're already in uh, february and the amount of permits have already come in already Um, and we also had 10 um internal event permits that were done for city department events so we're also required to go through the special event process. So working with other departments um, to go through that. So a total of 46 event permits were issued for uh, 2023. And you can see on the screen, the overview of the types of events that were held. Um, I also wanted to highlight that even though this number might look low to you, the we're just counting permits or applications. So of, of these applications, um, some of them were like the Sunnyvale downtown association. They actually hosted 23 event nights for concerts. So that included their seven concert nights, their nine um, music on Murphy and then seven um, jazz and beyond nights. So even though that's only counting three permits, that shows how many nights are involved. And then also we had um, for other downtown events, over 60 event dates were um were held so 52 weeks of farmer's market that um, we had the artisan market during the holidays tree lighting wine stroll pet parade sweat fest art and wine festival um, over two days so it kind of gives a bigger scope of um, all the different things going on in Sunnyvale and uh and that's basically it about special events and that concludes my presentation So, um, I mean, if you have any questions, and please remember to tell a friend about the job fair on March 5th from 4 to 7 at the Senior Center.
1: Thank you so much, Michelle Bridget. Uh, It's a great presentation. It's great to hear from you. Uh, Do any commissioners have any comments or questions uh, for staff?
2: Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Uh, Thank you for for the wonderful um, job uh, your team does. And I think uh, I've personally dealt with that. I mean, so thank you for all the uh, uh, things that you you all do. I mean, and sometimes it's painful dealing with uh, uh, trying to educate people and and they're going through that process, but really commend uh, the staff for that. Um, I just had one question on the Earth Day. Uh, Is that... uh, uh, it's open within the the civic center here, or is it uh, the, the 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 backside?
3: Yes. Um. The plan is that we're going to be activating the entire civic center campus. So all the areas that are currently closed off to construction, um, or in under the construction area, those are supposed to be completed before the April twentieth event. So we'll do be doing a formal ribbon cutting. Um, at the new amphitheater, which is behind this building, so this whole area will be activated behind City Hall, and then also across the street, and we'll be closing off Olive, right? Excuse me, right in front of City Hall. So this whole area will be activated with different activities. Okay,
4: thank you. Awesome. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: the uh, don't always move ready. Yep.
5: So um, thank you, Michelle, uh, for presenting the special events and giving the broad overview. Um, I have the question regarding like the job fair. So do you meet the requirement like, you know, the the number of people that show up in a job fair? Uh, Are there number of jobs more available and less people are showing or like, you know, the more people are showing and the less jobs are available? So
0: how is that ratio?
3: Oh, that's a good question. Well, last year we had people... Um, that were actually looking for full-time jobs. So because we do have um, human resources rep- representatives there, they were able to talk to those um, to those applicants who were looking for full-time work. Our job fair is primarily, for part-time or non-benefited jobs. So we've, we've done a better job in kind of outlining those jobs. We have, we plan to have a poster up for how many jobs that we have available. So for example, we're looking to hire 45 camp counselors and um, we've never been able to fill 45 jobs in like in a job fair before, but you know, this year might be the year. Um, so we find that we kind of have a good balance between all the different jobs. And as far as candidates, uh, you know, if they're looking for full-time work, we're not able to accommodate that because we just don't have full-time jobs. Um, but it looks like the people who are who came last year primarily were looking for those jobs and were able to find something that were a good fit for them.
5: Got it. And how is, like, the method that is used for, like, um, publishing, like, the jobs? Is it a soft campaigns? Is it social media, the website, or, like, you know, um, any kind of, like, the physical flyers or something like, you know, how it is like reached.
3: Yeah, we've done, we've done all, all the things you just mentioned. So yes. we have a event page on our Facebook page for about Recreation. We've also posted on Nextdoor, our Instagram. We've asked um, the this main city government page to share those things, which they have done. We've included it in our activity newsletters that are digital, our activity guides, um, uh, our utility billing so there, there's an ad in the next utility bill cycle for those as well as uh, using peach jar to send out to the, the high schools that are actually on that um, listing as well as sending out notices to all the community colleges for their job boards to post as well yep oh and in person as well yep. <laughs> that's it yeah thank you
1: so much yeah. thank you thank you commissioner Gatani. uh do we have any other commissioners uh Commissioner Mason, do you have any
6: questions? I did actually.
4: Um, just in terms. There you go.
6: Go. I did actually, um, just in terms of advertising to the community, how are you how are you trying to target pockets that aren't necessarily in the know or don't get the bulletin or aren't in the library? Like how does that come into play?
3: Yeah, great question. So we actually bought um, a mailing list this year to target um people 18 to 25 for looking for a part-time job. So that was about over 15,000 people that were mailed a postcard about the job fair. And then also um, we actually had a workshop last night with Nova Works about how to apply for for a city job and a part-time job with recreation. So that hit over 15 homes um, from last week to this week. So that's one thing that we did that was... Um, different. Or actually, we did it last year too. And that's why I think we had such a good turnout uh, for the job fair as well to get word out of people who don't know about us.
6: I, I did have another question. It's a little bit more random, but um, for instance, I did attend the breakfast with Santa and just thinking ahead in the future, would it be possible to have a type of breakfast that's a little bit more inclusive of everyone's dietary considerations? Um, just just that more people feel as though they, they can attend or there's more that they're able to eat as opposed to uh, sausage and, and pancakes and that. Yeah. I think that's a great recommendation. So I'll
3: definitely pass along to the planning team to see if they can uh, think about how they can make sure that the breakfast is more inclusive for all different diets.
1: Thank, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much commissioner Mason. Um, I have a couple of questions as well. Uh, staying on the job fair. Uh, and this is just a question for general staff. Uh, I remember when the pool staff was here last time, they explicitly asked for, th- there was an issue where they actually had more people on staff than they did the year prior. But the number of hours that were being dedicated for for their particular part, their, their particular need, was less than what it was the, in the year prior. And they specifically stated that they needed less people that were showing up that needed two weeks off here during the summer and two weeks off here during the summer and two weeks off here during the summer, but needed uh, uh, people that were actually going to be able to dedicate the entire summer to being a lifeguard. Um, Have we had any kind of headway on that, how to help solve that problem?
4: Um, Uh, Yeah, I'm just asking that um, your staff, right? No, the uh, staff. the outreach and the the applicant pools the same it's high school and college students so when they have family vacations um we need to work through accommodating those um you know it it behooves us to to get people in and then the following year if they come back they may take less vacation time um from what i understand we're looking even better this year than in the past and the other thing is is since pre-pandemic we're we're returning more casual lifeguard staff than we have since since prior to the pandemic so we're on a good a good trend right now and and these go in like 3 to 5 year cycles relative to when you hire a high school student and if they're enjoying the work and then do they stay do they come home at college do they go to college locally they tell their friend, yeah. it's um, it's yeah. really how our um cycles go. So we had a really good run prior to the pandemic, and then we had a big loss of um folks that kind of, if you will, graduated out of the the part-time job field. Yeah. Um, but we're on a really good uh, trend at the moment, so we're hoping to continue adding to that. we as we speak, we're adding back lap swim. Um, hours that we weren't able to fill earlier in the year due to our staffing levels. And we're also able to add back. um, We've also gotten some new instructors. So we're adding back instructor based classes. So our entire aquatics program is, is in a really good place.
1: Uh, I'm sure uh, commissioner Bramon will be happy to hear that. I know that he has uh, um, a spot in his heart for laps one specifically uh specifically over at the Fremont high school. Uh, but, you know, I, I mean, you said earlier that you have people that show up looking for full-time jobs and you're not able to fulfill that. Uh, and there seems to be a need from the lifeguard staff to have more hours. And I think you're right when you say things like, you know, having the repeat performance, having, you know, having, you know, a, a a freshman in high school who does this and all of a sudden they like it and they want to come back as a sophomore uh, or who comes back as a junior comes back as a senior. I, I can see that retention as being a good thing, um, but I, I would see, you know, uh, how how else would we go about fulfilling the needs for these lifeguard hours, uh, specifically when we have people coming in that are looking for full time jobs and. You know, and and can we provide them? Uh, does, does, the, do these lifeguard opportunities provide that opportunity,
4: provide that, provide that future? No, we, we have two full-time, um, one's dedicated, uh, full-time, uh, aquatic staff. And one is about three quarter time, um, in terms of where they spend their time. And then they spend another quarter of their time helping support other, uh, youth and adult sports programming. So those are our, our two full-time positions. Yeah. yeah. So when when people come in, if if they we'd be more than happy to hire them if they want to work as in a part time. But a lot of, when when we say they're looking for part time or full time work, that's there's been some confusion between the applicant and the and the the process. So, um, but we don't turn people away if yeah. if they want to work yeah. and we 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 have a job that interests yeah. them, and okay. we take them. In. And in fact. Um, Several folks that were looking for full-time work trended towards our um, clerical uh, jobs, the, our front office and admin jobs. and many of them are still working with us even though we didn't have full-time jobs um, until while they look for full-time jobs. So there's there is some things that we have, but they have to also want to to work in the roles we have.
1: So it, it sounds like there's there's job opportunities that are here. Right. I mean, I'm pointing out lifeguards because that's that's the obvious concern. When we've been at these meetings, I've been to several, I've been to all of them. This is what we talk about: is how do we staff for lifeguards? Right. And it's it's consistent with what's going on. I mean, I got the mailer this last week, uh, for for Sunnyville Splash. Right. Same day, I tried to register and all the spots are filled. Right. And, and it's it comes back to this point about like lifeguards and being able to staff lifeguards. And it sounds like we're trying our best to fill those. Right. And it sounds like we're thinking outside of the box for it. And it sounds like people who come in that are looking for full-time work, whatever, whoever comes in, they're looking for a job, there's opportunities for them there. And we're just trying to fit them into the spots that you have. And hopefully lifeguards are one of them moving on. I see that you have the earth day festival. It's a grand opening. Uh, that's awesome. That is great news. I think that's really amazing that we're doing that. Uh, you've got live entertainment my understanding is that there's a performance spot at the new civic center is that where this the band's going to be playing
4: yeah there there may or may not be bands there will be there will be live family and youth based um entertainment and there is a, a small amphitheater off the back corner here um in the redwood grove and that will also be a site of um, a, the city's largest commissioned public art um, to be the backdrop for that uh, that location. But they'll also we're also planning on, I think, having some walking around performers.
3: Yeah, we're looking at having some stilt walkers and some fairies to kind of go through the different groves. Um, SUFA will be there this um, Sunnyvale urban forest advocates group they're going to be leading some tree canopy tours so we're hoping that those um, uh, uh, performers will also emerge with um, or sync with those canopy tours in in a fun way Um, and then the entertainment we're we're still trying to slate all the different performers but varying from um, magicians maybe maybe um, something about zero waste um, with cooking and then, you know, music and that sort of thing. And we're also planning to have a DJ across the campus so that way that area can be activated with music um, to for a fun atmosphere.
1: So just to clarify, the Civic Center is going to have live entertainment. We believe there, the music would be a part of that. But there's also the, a Redwood Grove uh uh, performance space that's adjacent to here, adjacent to City Hall, not at the Civic Center? This,
4: this entire campus is considered the Civic Center. Okay. So City Hall is the building, mm-hmm. um, but the library, the Department of Public Safety, and the entire grounds is all considered part of the Civic Center campus. Yeah. And within that campus, there's a small amphitheater Um, just located off the back so you it depends on how you're it's it's literally a hundred feet from where we're sitting thank you so much for the clarification yeah um let's see what else we got
1: the hands-on arts uh on may 11th saturday may 11th where where is that where is that located i didn't see that on your slide
3: oh yeah, it's located at the sunnyville um community center campus okay so it's held outside um we'll okay. have an outdoor stage and then also be held inside in some of the classrooms
2: okay
1: um You know, uh, uh, going back again to the uh, the Sister City 10-year anniversary reception, uh, it's great to see live music is going to be there. I presume that's going to be at the, at the the Redwood
4: Auditorium. That was a recap of uh, something we did. The 10-year was in 23, so part of that was um, brought up as something we did. Uh, yeah, it's, this it's is from, the first year. A year. Yeah, one of the things that I – this is a the first time we've done this report. Mm-hmm. So normally speaking, um, I think it's always good. We we tried to pick a time and place annually where we can look at what we did the year before yeah, and then also look at all the fun stuff that's on tap uh, for this coming year because things may change from time to time and dates, we'll, we'll have dates confirmed like um, Michelle Bridget showed you uh, for the movie series and other things like hands on the arts and and things will will actually have dates so we can tell you what we did the previous year and then also tell you what's in store for the community in 2024 and and so on and so forth.
1: So so there's there's nothing planned this year for any kind of anniversary reception there's there's nothing planned for the sister city. This is just exclusively a recap from what happened from last year
4: relative to that event. Yes.
1: Okay.
3: The sister city will be participating though at the earth day event and also hands on the arts. Um, they'll be leading a workshop making um, origami and also um, Kabuto hats okay. at hands on the arts. And then for earth day, they're going to be doing a display about the cherry tree blossom plannings that they've done at Brawley park
0: and be talking about that collaboration. And okay. then I'll add a few more things uh, for Zuka city uh, sister city uh, in October, we sent the mayor there. So he was there for a few days. And I think about every year they send students to us. Uh, but the uh, last year was our 10-year anniversary big event. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I was just trying to find, like, where, where the music, you know, you know, I mean, you guys know I'm excited about the outdoor music venues, right? I'm, I'm excited about, like, how we can bring more of that kind of environment here to the city. And I know that budgeting is a big part of that. And how we get money allocated for that is a big deal. And that's what I'm trying to find, is how, we, how are we getting more money? dedicated to uh, performances that will happen in these outdoor uh, spaces, specifically the ones of Red Redwood. Right. And I know when the new community center is built, there's supposed to be something over there, too. Uh, so those are my concerns and how it is we get more money for that. What can this commission do to solicit for more funding for for, for public art, specifically the performance arts uh, at these uh, at these venues? Um, so with that, I'd like to move to the other op- Oh, wait a second. Uh, the chair is going to going to recognize Commissioner Geary.
2: Thank you, uh, Chair. Um, so I had a couple of questions on the, the special events. Right, the the summary that you had presented um, on uh, the, the event types uh, are those. How, what percentage of those are city conducted versus? Um, uh, or, is, or none of these are city uh, conducted events?
3: Uh, for on the slide where it Stop. outlines the community events, charitable events, et cetera, those are all um, non city events. Okay. And then on top of that, actually, no, I lied. It It's sprinkled in there. Um, so for, there's this whole number represents 46 events, mm-hmm. and 10 of which were um, city events so that split between the community events and outdoor festival for the city okay. um, so 10 of the 19 plus 7.
2: so uh, one request i know i brought this up as well um, is is there any common list of uh, things that um, each of these uh, events need that non- non-city uh, conducted once I mean, because city uh, there are things that you can procure but is there something where the, anybody wanting to host these um, special events, any group, can take some loaner equipment from the city, um, be it uh, uh, A-frames, uh, be it uh, uh, any of those, uh, can, can that be borrowed from the city? Uh, can that be on a rental? I know there was some liability uh, questions around what uh, can be given out, but can they be rented by the city staff that way? Uh, each, I mean, it makes it easier for the groups to organize events.
3: Um, we actually have to rent um a frames and different things for for our events. So, um, uh, and we do have a small depository of a frames, but they're usually used during and usually most of the events happen during summer spring and that's also our high season where all of the a-frames that we do own are actually being used in programs um and like for summer camps and that sort of thing so we don't really have a resource so if we do these special events like earth day for example hands of the arts we're actually renting uh through through an outside vendor um which actually those a-frames are actually lighter and easier to carry than the ones that we could even borrow on the, you know, from even our public works department. Um, And they also have like a very small, like maybe 20 that they can lend out. Um, And so, so that's what we usually do. So unfortunately we don't have the resources to be able to have like our own little rental business going on.
2: (laughs) No, it's more uh, things that are frequently used. A-frame is just one example of it, but, um, uh, there are um, uh, uh, multiple of those. What I mean, it's it's come to that uh, where if it can be uh, that these these are things that can be reused across uh, different groups. It makes it easier for people to organize events. Um, so because there is a template, I mean, what is required, right? I mean, like a sign is a simple example. It I think something to look at. I mean, uh, if uh, so, like for example. I'll tell you, for uh, specifically on the day, I brought A-frames because that one um, had to spend about on 20 A-frames, which is a one-time or two-time use within the year. I had to spend about $500, $600 on it. I mean, and I, in fact, I'm happy to donate that to the city. Um, so is that can be rented out to any, any user. Of, uh, or, I mean, as a loaner, not as a rent. I mean, you don't have to collect a fee on that. Or, or what if you were able to provide
1: uh, a list of equipment that's uh, that, that's expected to be used for these types of events? If you know, if you know that uh, an outdoor event needs needs product X, Y, Z, and Q, uh, and that these these items are readily available and accessible for rent from from vendor B, and the city gets a good rate because of it, uh, I mean, that seems like something uh, pretty smart to be have. That'll awesome too. I mean,
2: if too, I too. city uh, works out something, yeah. and and or, or at, at sense code, you know.
1: A cheat sheet of like, hey, these, this is who you want to talk to. Go talk to Bob over there.
7: I'll, I'll jump in. Um, we're getting a little operational in the scheme of things here, but what I'll say, it's a lot more, co- and I don't deal with A-frame barricades a lot. We borrow them for our streets department. We have some in parks, but we get a lot of them from streets. And I'm just talking about, I can imagine being very difficult to administer, right? Because you've got to have someone there to give out the A-frames, to collect the A-frames back. I'm missing three A-frames. Where are they? Now I got a billiard for them. Um, I I know that staff is stretched as it is on a good day. So f- I think for operationally to all start renting out things like a frame barricades and things like that is doable. I just don't think we have the staff bandwidth to manage anything like that right now. Isn't this so, famous? so like providing, so people that want to have a special event, I, I get the idea. and It's a great idea. It's just going to take more resources than I think we have right now to administer a program like that.
2: Isn't that the same as some of the things where every event organizer has to put in a deposit, right, for the event? And you do, I mean, it's like uh, we ask ESG for crash bins. They do a loaner on crash bins. Mm -hmm. Once the event is done, return back those bins. It's very similar to that is what I'm, saying i mean uh yeah i think that yeah that, if you want i can bring it up the public works level i i just caution it things typically aren't it's, a, aren't it's, more, it's a, actually these are not necessarily public works uh, type signs i mean I'm, I'm more looking at more recreational signs with where more for directions not for traffic i mean not for crowd control i mean that cannot that kind of a-frames
4: yeah okay. we're not in the we're not in the rental business we're in the community services business and there are companies who rent those and that is a cost of doing business for those who wish to do a special event in the city um if we were to be in that business we would also have to look at what the rates were um not unlike anything else we do and you would probably pay the going rate for the rental of those signs but we're not in that business and um, I, I tell you, if we were, we would have to consider what the rates were that were being charged for those to make sure that we cover staff time, storage time, replacement, as Jim mentioned. So it wouldn't necessarily be um, a discount. I, I think you're looking for a discounted service. Um, yeah, not necessarily. Well, there's there's a, companies it's a who... Simple.
2: It's like lo- getting a chair, if I need, I mean, for an event, you're talking about we need 20 chairs for an event. It's very similar to that. If we can have twenty, I mean, I think
4: we can look at. There's events. a rental company that'll get give you twenty chairs, and they'll deliver it.
2: Okay, yep. you know, just I, I
7: making it easier from...
2: for people to do events, and what, there are some events when we do typically the community center. We know what is required of, for that event, right? I mean, and it's a cookie cutter for anybody wanting to do an event. Is what my um, I mean yeah anyway it's some uh, suggestion for uh staff to look at but yeah
1: I, I certainly understand you know your points about what the businesses are and uh not moving into a operational uh, uh um uh, capacity uh as as a city parks and recs uh department but I think that Commissioner Geary's points about trying to facilitate the community's ability to hold special events is a reasonable mm-hmm. request and I think that if the city has if parks and rec if we have if, if we have the capacity to say these are vendors we work with, these are things that we normally do, these are things that are normally needed, um, that seems like a simple enough thing to, to supply. Here's
7: here's how I would suggest you approach it. Potentially, it's a it's a budget, um, not a study issue, a budget issue. Is that what we call it? Thank you. It would be a budget because what we're doing is we're increasing service levels. So we're talking about providing a service that we don't currently provide. For example, we already we already have chairs in the park buildings. Chairs are theirs. We don't provide a free barricades or everything else. So as a budget modification, you could suggest an increased level of service that we would provide to the residents or people as part of the special event permit, then we could get an idea of the cost, right? Do we need to buy a container to store a couple of hundred of these things somewhere? You know, like Damon said, someone's got to drop them, you know, give them out. Someone's got to collect them. Someone's got to keep the inventory, right? There's a, there's a lot of moving parts to these things. So, so I caution the, it, it, it's not as simple as we may think it is, but I think the way to approach it from a policy standpoint would be to suggest either, you know, a study issue or a budget modification, to look at what the cost would be to implement an increased service level.
2: Thank you.
1: Yeah. I, I think outside of it being, you know, a budgetary issue or a study issue, I mean, what if it was something as simple as a spreadsheet? yeah these are the these are the typical providers and these are the typical assets that are required make sure you have them before you before you uh have your permit issued uh the chair uh the commission recognizes uh uh councilman mellinger
5: thank you very much uh just very briefly um you know i think uh what is helpful to sort of distinguish here a budget proposal is when you know what you want to do right You know, you want to increase some service level, as Mr. Stark said, Um, you know, one of the ones we're looking at tomorrow is hiring an active transportation planner. That's a very clear cut thing we're going to do. We're going to hire a person that fits this job requirement. Um, In general, though, so we have six study, six budget mods we're looking at tomorrow and I think 42 study issues. And the usual way, the more usual approach is with a study issue, and that typically starts with a clear problem statement. You know, what is the problem we're trying to solve here? And then rather than prescribing a solution as part of the study issue, you might put forward some potential solutions, but really the purpose of the study issue is to develop a solution rather than to over-index on one. So, you know, the question I suggest... Uh, framing this as it were around um, what problem are you hoping to solve by having these a frames or these chairs available through the city start with the problem and that can be the seed of a study issue and maybe the answer is you know we don't need a we don't need the city providing a frames we need maybe it needs to be easier to get invent insurance i don't know but that's part of what the study issue is processes is for and just wanted to throw that out there. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Min Thank you, Councilor Councilman Mellinger, a man almighty. Let's try that a third time. <laughs> do we do we want to continue this line, or can we move on to? That? No, oh yeah,
2: let's yeah. move on. Yeah, I, I think it's a good idea. I Just made in. my point. Yeah. yeah, I think they were uh, particularly on that. I just brought the sign up because the rental on that the plastic A frames was about thirty dollars. A new one was sixty dollars. I mean, it doesn't even make sense to just rent once so but that's why i mean something and and you don't need more than 10 20 max uh for an event that you're going to do at a community center it makes it easier for groups to do that and it's i mean uh, yeah less i mean as part of the permit process uh there is a cost it could be added to the cost as well i mean it's what i was suggesting but yeah i hear stop points as well thanks
1: um the the, uh the 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 commission recognizes chairman uh uh, excuse me commissioner mason here we go
6: i just wanted to say just as we're talking about all this um i do want to extend my appreciation just to let you know just how much we benefit from all the different programs that you do put on so my family in particular we go to a lot of these events so thank you to the city for taking the time putting in a tremendous amount of thought and effort into planning things that are um, accessible for a wide range of citizens because it, it doesn't go unnoticed and hopefully in year 2025 more will be added but everything you guys have done thus far it's definitely beneficial I see the numbers I see how many people attend like the arts um, program especially now that it's free it's definitely much more well attended um, and so thank you for that but I see every year how many people are going and what's new what's changed and it's it's great to see this happening in our city so thank you thank you
1: so getting back to uh to a question that i had uh, we were moving on to the 2024 sunset movie series can you tell me how we go about picking these movies
3: sure we work with um a uh, movie license company and so they give us a calendar of all the different movies that um will be um that we can rent a license to show for public viewing and then we look at uh, movie times. So anything that's 105 minutes or shorter um, is on the short list and then uh, ratings. So we're looking, uh, last year, we tried a PG 13 movie that um, taught gun Maverick. It was not well attended. And so this year um, we went back to just only showing PG movies with the family theme um, and looking at um, the, what, what, uh, the uh, Minions movie that we showed last year at Oteka Park had close to five over 500 people attend. So we wanted to make sure that we had one of those movies back on the schedule because overwhelmingly all the kids that I talked to at the outreach table said, we love the Minions. So um, that's kind of where we went with looking at uh, what type of movies that we think that will have the biggest um, impact on the community with most people showing up.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh... So, yeah, I, I uh, that thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm going to echo uh, Commissioner Mason. Um, Eli, my eldest, is already prepping for Kung Fu Panda 4 by watching all the other Kung Fu Panda movies. Uh, so we're very excited about uh, um, uh, Kung Fu Panda uh, 4 uh, and going up to Lakewood Park to see the film there. You know, uh, it's great that you got these new films for it. Um, you know, Kung Fu Panda 4, Trolls Band Together, Elemental. I'm guessing you picked Despicable Me because all the kids say I want Despicable Me and not because it's a outer space themed movie being displayed at a outer space themed park.
3: No, but that would have been genius.
1: (laughs) Moving forward, we'll just tell people that. Yeah, that's exactly what we did. (laughs) Uh, If for some reason Despicable Me doesn't go through, maybe if. I know the kids are really excited about if. Uh, it might be more than 110 minutes, but, you know, I know my kids are going to go see it. We're going to go see it together. It's going to be baller. Uh, so there's no question there other than can we get if if Despicable Me is dropped. And moving forward, we're going to tell everyone that we picked Despicable Me because it's about taking over the moon and Lakewood Park is all about outer space. Uh, community Awards, Winter Wonderland. Uh, I think that's a great idea. I, I didn't get to go to the breakfast at Santa thing. I did go skating on ice a couple years back, which was awesome. I don't suppose we have that plan for coming back anytime soon because it'd be great if it did.
3: The skating on ice was actually through um, the development for in downtown yeah, Sunnyvale.
1: Yeah, They're yeah. the ones who sponsored yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's where the money's at, right? So uh, it'd be great if that comes back at some point um special events is that all i got yeah i think that's all i got um i mean i'm sure i could come up with more on special events but i i guess the idea of that would just be if you're going to get a special event of a special event permit that would be like if you're going to close your block off and have a block party would that be a special event permit
3: yeah there's a definition about the special event so yes anything that where it requires a street closure or um on public property, on private property, but it's gonna be like outdoors where you're uh, possibly closing off parking spaces um, and then for a large crowd. So at least 250 people. Um, So it, you, It's at least one of those things, and it's all on the city website. at sunnyvale.ca.gov, and then search special events, and it kind of outlines uh, the different things um, that would trigger a special event permit application.
1: Okay, so more than 250 people or more, and even if it's outdoors on private property, you'd still have to pull a special event permit.
3: Yeah, there's a short bullet list, and you just have to trigger one of those things in order to uh, meet a special event
1: Eight weeks prior?
3: eight weeks prior yeah, that, from the that event. That to me day. does
1: not sound like a fun time, pulling that permit. That does not sound like a fun time.
3: It, it can be fun because we're fun and okay. we help you along the way.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> I love that idea. That sounds awesome. Okay. So with that, I'm done with my questions. Does anybody else have questions? Or should we move on? Okay. So we're moving on for discussion from my colleagues. I feel like we just did that. Right. Okay. So we're going to move on to oral communications. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank the, you. The thing uh so for oral communications members of the public will now have the opportunity to address the commission on topics not listed on tonight's valentine's day agenda this section is limited to 15 minutes and may be extended or continued after the public hearings general business section of the agenda individuals are limited to one appearance during oral communications as stated at the beginning of the meeting this commission meeting is considered a limited public forum and the commissioner the commission can regulate the time place and manner of speech speakers comments During oral communications must be limited to matters within the commission's authority to address, generally referred to as within the commission's subject matter jurisdiction. If a speaker does not speak to a matter within the commission's subject matter jurisdiction, the presiding officer will rule the speaker out of order to allow the commission to conduct its business in a reasonably efficient manner and to protect the rights of other speakers. The presiding officer will not rule out of order be, will not rule speech out of order because the presiding officer disagrees with the content of the speaker's speech is anyone interested in speaking under oral communications
0: none at this time
1: man we should ask that first before like i do that spiel so we will go ahead and close oral communications we will now open up the constant calendar i will go ahead and open public comment on the constant calendar items do we have anyone Uh, wishing to speak on that. Members of the public wishing to address the commission, please submit a speaker card to the reporting officer. Use the raise hand feature now or dial star 9 on the telephone to indicate you wish to speak. Anyone in person who wants to speak uh, about this?
0: None at this time.
1: Anyone online who wants to speak about this?
0: None at this time.
1: Okay. Uh, I will now ask for a motion from my colleagues. And before we move to approve, I, uh, I, uh, I have a couple comments. Okay, so I'd like to make a motion to change the the uh, the record. So let's take a look at what we got here. It says February agenda.
2: Do, do, do.
1: I am here in case any help is required with the motion. I've done this a few Thank times. You. Thank you so much. You know, I'm actually looking forward to the potential of there being a, a role play of doing this.
0: So in the meantime, um, I'm okay, going to excuse go. I
1: got
0: uh, Vice Chair Mason to the restroom.
1: Oh, certainly. Doo, 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 doo. So you just a doo, five minute doo. recess. Oh yeah, uh, I moved to have a five minute recess. We'll reconvene at uh, eight o five p.m.
2: Woo-hoo. Got to press. the <laughs> Yes, yeah, sir. Show me what modifications you're
5: looking to make. You want to make sure minutes. <laughs>
2: through
1: what which... oh wow. I think I got it. Okay. Um, so send that to Ricky. I've yeah. already got that already right. said and ready to go. Right? Okay. This is what's going to be amended. This is what was this is what was said. Okay. And this is what was said. Okay.
5: So the way to structure that is I move the minutes with the following modifications. Correctly, right. Lee, can you put it on the screen?
1: Oh. Um <clears throat>
2: sure
5: that that is the way i would that is the way i would do it okay um because it sounds like and then you can read off the screen but okay. uh, since you did send the modifications to ricky
2: mm-hmm.
5: um i would just have him put them on the screen you got it and uh that's the way i would uh, handle
2: that sure. um, so now that we have zoom um zoom has automatic transcripts on uh, at least can portions of that be used to do a detailed uh, that so, is searchable. I mean, because today, I know the
5: just talk. Let's um, move out of the projector. Yeah, yeah, sure. We were just talking about, about that at boards and commission subcommittee today. Um, so the purpose of meeting of meeting minutes is not to provide a, tra- a full transcript. it's okay, so more than right. more? Yeah, more, I'm not talking about the meeting uh, notes, but you're yeah, talking about a like, full
2: searchable transcript of the meeting. No, that is available as a separate. Today, every meeting has a separate notes section, right. which Yes, so, as that? I'm talking about just a moment. So, like Zoom now has a, yeah, which, which only captures the marking. So, like an auto summarize. Auto summarize.
5: Um, my advice is, yes. I don't know. My advice would be to send an email to David Carnahan, the city clerk, mm-hmm. and ask him about that. Um, yeah, well, I well, could well, see well, an well, auto sum. So the risk with an auto summarize is what if it gets it wrong? <laughs> no,
2: no, no, auto. Can be taken yeah, as a basis
5: I and still uh you very
2: fine. Yeah. It's more of it is Right. So yeah, it's yeah. It's very, very absolutely I would send
0: it watch the list, uh some community. <laughs> And then now we are live.
1: All right. So we're back from recess.
0: This is the uh,
1: Valentine's Day edition, March, uh, February 14th, 2024. uh, Parks and Recreation Commission. We're back from recess at 8.07 p.m. Uh, So I do have a change, uh, some three changes I would like to make to the, uh, to the, uh, to the record uh, from the last meeting. Uh, On the record, we say that Gregory D. So I'd like to... uh, like to, I'd make a motion to approve the meeting meeting minutes with these following changes. Where it currently says Gregory D. noted uh, from public comment that the community would like for the city to provide public pickleball courts open for free play. I would like that to change to to change to Gregory Dibbs noted that the community would like in the following to have tennis slash pickleball access for local neighborhood families, similar to all other neighborhoods in Sunnyvale who have free walk on access to their neighborhood tennis courts. That's what I would like to have that change to. Should we do these one at a time? Is that a reason Do do them all together? So on the second one. We say commissioners inquired and staff responded. I would like to change that summary of revenue expenses for tennis. uh, And then regarding the, the contracts um, that we currently have with lifetime activities. So I would like the responses to be that lifetime activities pays $14,000 a month for 20 acres of space. I also like to note that a presentation by lifetime activities director Michael Scranton was noted that it could be done for the Parks and Recreation Commission, but I would also like to note that uh, res- that it was stated that residents can work out a private deal with Lifetime Activities for access. Lastly, there was a couple of comments about what the contract with Lifetime Activities does and does not say. So I would like to state that um, since I'm not an attorney and there wasn't an attorney that was here uh to talk about it i move that we strike all comments about what the contract does or does not state so there's three changes would anybody like to discuss those so i make a motion to approve the the meeting minutes with those three changes do i have a second can we have a vote on that please
5: uh before that uh staff do you have any objections to those uh modifications
7: I don't understand it enough to comment. I'm not sure if you can strike comments that were made in a public meeting, and I'm I'm not sure the nuances of minutes versus actual verbatim notes in a meeting. So I don't feel
1: but like
5: Air I can Kesting, Could you restate your last uh, point with Certainly. regard to the so, item you wanted struck?
1: It, it's our meeting notes here say that the current contract does not, uh, does not stipulate, but will be open for renewal in 2020 32 uh, and that the, um, can the city stipulate the lifetime activities allocate s- select pickleball courts for free play to the community and the response is the current contract does not stipulate this but we're open for renewal and uh, but it's open for renewal in 2032 uh, and that an amendment to the contract language language would be uh, needed for council approval All right so my point is that i um is that we don't know what the contract does and doesn't state, right? We don't know it. I'm not an attorney. I haven't read the contract. Nobody else here was an attorney. doesn't know what the con- if it says that or not. We made the assumption that it does or does not state that. And I've heard since then that that might not be the case. So I'm moving that that should never have been added to the public record and that that should be struck because of that.
5: This is an interesting question and is not one I've come up, come upon before. Um, you know, I would suggest that this question be forwarded, this final item be forwarded to the city clerk, uh, Mr. David Carnahan. He's an expert on these things and the city attorney's office can provide guidance. And if further modifications to the minutes are needed, it can come back on next consent
1: calendar. So I would suggest that you drop your third item and stick it. Uh, stick to the first two. I would move to split the question then into two items. Right, the first being that the first the first two items be moved and approved. Right, it uh, be moved and seconded and then voted on because uh, we already have the second on it. Uh, and then uh, the second part of this could be that the last item would move to David Carnahan uh, for further input.
0: Another option could be to uh, decline uh, approving the minutes. Yeah. And then next month when we come back, we can have a brand new one that yep. has the edits um after we speak to David Carnahan. I like that idea of not think I to have
7: approve, it consulting, and then come yes. back. Well, I think
1: we have a motion thing. on on the floor right now. So and the, the motion, quickest thing yeah. to do. The quickest thing to do would it. be to vote on the motion, vote it down and do another motion. Well, that would be in the that would be in the domain of the commission, whether or not we choose to approve our or, or, or not approve that.
5: If you were to decide to go with the route that Mr Lay suggested of um, simply kicking this to next meeting, the fastest way to do it would be to vote down the current motion and put up a new motion.
0: But if you'd like to stick with your motion, we can do the vote still, I, uh, but then we will need a majority.
1: The, the, the chair recognizes uh, uh,
2: Commissioner Geary. Question. One thing. I, I uh, Let's try that again. One thing I always abstain from meetings uh, where I did not was not present uh, in uh, because there's a, a record of meeting minutes. How does that work? I mean, as long as someone has read through the minutes, can be uh, voting on this, or how does it work?
0: Yeah, because uh, commissioners or members of the public can still watch the minutes
2: and still watch the video. Okay, thank
0: you.
1: So the current motion. Which has been seconded is to approve the the minutes with the changes that are the changes that have been noted right and the changes are to state what gregory dibbs actually did say and to uh state what the responses are from the staff uh based on the inquiries from the commission and then to strike the uh the language which was made the assumptions that were made about what the contract does or does not stay say with uh with the city Mm -hmm. Um, so we have a move for that, and it has been seconded.
0: So then I can do a random voice call vote? Chair
2: Kesting? I approve. Commissioner Geary? Uh, considering, yeah, it's still not complete, the minutes um, I abstain from it. Um, yeah, because it's still not, uh, it needs rework. Uh, until then, it's not, uh, anyway, it has to come back to the commission for approval. Commissioner Ghatani.
5: In the same day, like, um, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. I'd like to just briefly note that an abstention is not the Correct. same as yeah. a no vote.
4: Correct. We need we need a a yes or no vote from um, Commissioner Geary. Yeah. Not an abstention.
5: He has the right to abstain, but it's Correct. not it's, the same. It's
4: really no helpful vote. if people
7: vote yes or no. I say no in that case.
4: Can you can can you please turn your microphone on?
2: One more time. Sorry, that's okay. Yeah, I would say no on this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will also say the no. And then Vice Chair Mason,
6: I would approve.
1: So seeing as how we're having a a, a block here, it's it's two two yeses versus two noes. Fails. So the motion would fail. Uh, I would um, I would move to uh. i I would move to. I, I think the issue that we're having here is questions about what the what what the response is to what the contract does and does not say. My wish mm-hmm. to strike uh, what I believe is in a, a misunderstanding about what the, well, about a, a lack of clarification about what the contract does and does not state. Uh, therefore, I would like to split uh, the prior motion into two. Uh, one, that we would approve the meeting minutes with the first two changes, stating what Gregory Dibbs actually did say. And second, what the commissioners asked and what staff responded to. And then uh, the second part of the motion would be to strike what the contract does uh, and does not state. As chair, you have the authority to divide a motion. Yes. thank you I so think much, since, there. since
5: that motion failed, you need another second, but.
1: Um, the second on on the on the current motion, which is to approve the meeting minutes, uh, as described uh, in two parts. The first part being to state what the what Gregory Dibbs did state, uh, which is that um, the community would like to have tennis and pickleball p- pickleball access for local neighborhood families, similar to all other neighborhoods in Sunnyvale who have free walk- on access to the neighborhood tennis courts. And second, That commissioners inquired and staff responded that lifetime activities pays fourteen thousand dollars a month for rental of 20 of 20 acres of space that they that we could have the director of lifetime activities michael scranton uh uh we could ask michael scranton the director of lifetime activities to show up at parks and recreation commission to make a presentation on their activities and third that the residents can work out a private deal with lifetime activities uh, for access. Those were the responses from staff to the commissioner's questions. That is the first part. So
5: let's stop there. One motion on the table at a time. That is a motion.
2: Does that motion have a second? Yeah, I'd like to second that. I just had a question. I mean, uh, so if the first motion uh, succeeds and the second motion uh, also succeeds, are we going to bring back the minutes against reword and come back no or it would be approved okay Uh, or or if it fails the second motion fails so Mm -hmm. it's the meeting minutes only the first one is in the minutes is that it
5: correct correct so if the first meet motion passes and the second motion fails then the changes in the first motion are included and the changes in the second
1: motion are not does that make sense okay so this would be a vote for a uh, to to approve the meeting minutes uh as described with the two changes that have been called for right what Gregory Dibbs actually did say and then what the commissioners acquir- inquired about and what staff responded with I second that do we have a vote on that I sent this all to you by the way
0: chair casting I approve Vice Chair Mason, Commissioner Geary? I approve. Commissioner Gatani. The motion passes four with one absent.
1: So for the second part of this motion, um, I move that we uh, we ask for uh, guidance from from David Carnahan on how to proceed with striking. The last part of the meeting minutes about what the what can the city stipulate that lifetime activities allocate select pickleball courts free for play from the community and what the contract does and does not state. And I move to say that I moved to, to find a, a clarification on that because, you know, we are not attorneys and we don't know what this thing does or doesn't state. Uh, and I have heard contradictory information about what it does state. So I would like to see clarification uh, on whether or not we can strike that. Uh, from the meeting minutes does that make sense I, i'm moving i'm moving for clarification from from the city clerk on whether or not we can uh we can strike the last comment from our meeting minutes uh for this for the reasons i stated uh so and uh, uh chair casting and we would come at this back point, and, and approve those uh, we would come back and discuss those meeting minutes uh at a later date
5: at this point it's appropriate to wait for a second
2: i'll second then
1: So we have a vote for that. This is this is this is a move to uh to, to. So just
0: for clarification, you the first uh motion was to approve the first two bullet points. Correct. And then the third motion is to get clarification. Even though we're approving the first half of the minutes. We're we're
1: we're approving all the uh, we're approving the minutes. We're we've moved to approve the minutes uh with the way that they've been written with the way that they've been written with the exception of the last. Uh, so this is a movement to, to not to man almighty uh, chair casting man. Yeah. Um, what
5: I, the way I would interpret this mm-hmm. is that the commission is forwarding the modifications made in items one and two mm-hmm. Um and is asking for guidance on item three. Now these minutes are going to have to come back to you based on the guidance that Mr. Carnahan provides. So they That's, will have to, the yeah. minutes will come back to you with the modifications you've already approved in items one and two, and then guidance from Mr. Carnahan on
4: item three. And and I think a uh, another approach would be that Commission requests to have the contract um, added to the minutes um, so that anybody who would like to um so there's other ways to approach rather than redacting um or striking what was said or not said at the previous meeting because those will be in the recorded um the voice recording minutes um another way to do that is say you'd like to have a copy of
1: the contract
5: the
4: contract added to the minutes from the previous meeting
1: yeah i'm not against doing that my my, my point of contention is that we don't have a clear understanding about what the contract does and doesn't stand that
5: that is that's i think we yeah. all understand that um the question is what to do about it and i think the best thing to do is to refer this to mr carnahan for his advice and that could include attaching the contract to the minutes it could include striking the section it could include leaving the section as is um and then So that's your motion is to forward this to Mr. Carnahan for his guidance, and so then this would come back next month or next meeting uh, for a final approval. So 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 we have we have
1: have made a movement to change the meeting minutes to to the way they were previously with those two following changes. Right, so that will be updated. The last part of this is is regarding the approval of uh, of the meeting minutes overall. And those are currently not being approved because we're looking for clarification from from the city clerk, uh, and that clarification would include uh, adding a copy of the contract to uh, to the meeting could minutes. Could include yes. So so the movement is to change the is is to is to take is to take the meeting minutes that we have now updated them to, and then send those to the to the to the city clerk for clarification on how to proceed with the uh uh the the second part of of the of the 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 second the second the second part of the movement which is to strike the current contract uh details uh and whether or not that could be done and adding the the contract to the meeting minutes and then
0: chair casting just for clarification um so we regardless if we're approving the first half or not we will bring it back
1: yeah, just do the third. Party. I understand. OK, but like those meeting minutes that we're bringing back are going to be the ones that 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 are written, plus these two changes, the plus those changes above it. Right. The only one that's not changed is that last paragraph, what the city, what the contract does and does not stipulate. Right. And the motion is that we need clarification is this get clarification from from David Carnahan uh, on whether or not that can be stru- st- struck struck uh, on the grounds stated. And adding to it, uh, what the uh, a copy of the contract?
5: I think the I think the motion is clear at this point, and uh, I'd suggest that unless there is further discussion or debate, that a vote would be in order.
2: So, so attaching uh, the contract does it imply that we have read through the contract? No, I, I hope not. It, no, so yeah, it does
5: not. Okay, it would be apl- um, apply attaching it so that the members of the public could peruse it. Um, you know, nothing the parks, Rec, parks and recreation commission is an advisory commission okay. nothing you say in a, in a meeting will carry force of law uh the minutes are there as public record um it's there for the edification of the public and anyone else seeking to read those minutes yeah uh, so while it is important to get it right yes you should not be worried yes. about you know legal liability yes if you know something is misstated yes that mm-hmm. would be on and even if There were, I can't imagine how there would be possibility for that. That
1: would be on the city, not on you. Certainly. And that's the reason why I don't want someone dialing into this meeting or reviewing this meeting or seeing these notes and believing inaccurately, from my my point of view, inaccurately believing that there's no other way to change uh, uh, access to to the Sunnyvale Tennis Centers uh, uh, for the Neighbors. Uh, unless it's changed by contract, and that contract won't even be up for negotiation again for seven years. Indeed. And so
5: I do believe that you know if this is referred to Mr. Carnahan and his team, um, that they will be able to give you a pretty definitive answer on now, what should be done can, with this. Whether
1: or not we can strike those, those, those comments. Whether
5: or not those comments, and what to be done with them,
1: regardless. Certainly. So do we need a clarification of what the movement is at uh, another time? Ricky, I
0: think I do uh, just because I'm uh, going to come
1: up
5: if and Mr. Mm -hmm. Kesting, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. Um, It is to refer the question of what to be done with the remarks on what the contract does or does not say to the city clerk who can return to this commission next meeting with a recommendation on what exactly to be done is to be done with them.
1: I think the motion is whether or not we can strike the last paragraph of, of the meeting minutes. So to to
5: ask the city clerk, whether the last paragraph can be struck. Correct. And to have him return to this commission with a recommendation.
1: Correct. And the reason for the, the rationale for it being struck is what's given on, on screen. Okay.
5: Uh, Mr. Lee, does that Lee or lay Lee, Mr. Lee, um, does that uh
1: satisfy your requirements? Yes. And my understanding is that we already have a second on this. So we have a vote. Chair Testing? I approve.
0: Vice Chair Mason. Commissioner Geary? Approve. Commissioner Gatani. The motion passes forward with one absent.
1: Okay. Wow, that took forever. Thank you so much uh, Councilman Mellinger for your uh, guidance on that. So. Considering uh, standing item consideration of potential study issues. Uh, 24-0298 discussion and consideration of potential study issues. This uh, study issue is for park benches and increased senior citizen mobility um my understanding is the next meeting that we have here we actually won't have the opportunity to discuss this will we
0: no so the next meeting will be a joint meeting um so our next chance to discuss this will be in april and then in may we have another joint meeting
1: you know i i would like commissioner bramon to be here for this i i i uh, i move that we postpone this until uh, uh you said may right no so it'll be april, april. or june yeah it, I move that we we postpone discussion of this item until April. I second that. Do we have a vote on that?
0: Um, I don't think you need a vote on this one.
1: Thank you you so much. Uh, Non agenda items. This portion of the agenda is for all reports and announcements by commissioners and our staff to share information. Commissioners, do you have any non agenda items or comments? Uh, Yes. Chair recognizes uh, uh, Commissioner Geary. There we go. Does chair
2: have to press every single uh, during board? Yeah, yeah, no. I just uh, had this question. So, uh, does when we are doing a voice board, right? Looks like chair has to keep pressing for every one of them. Okay. uh, um, I just had a question uh, about to uh, superintend Sparsina. Uh, The the think about the library uh mini libraries have you had a chance to and in, uh, look into that i mean investigate that i mean i know uh, you said you'll come back on that one
4: uh yeah i've had a chance to speak about that with Superintendent stark and um we'll get back to you offline okay thank you thank you
1: do we have anybody else who has uh non-agenda items to discuss
0: Uh, from staff's point, um just friendly reminder that next month our regular meeting on March thirteenth will be canceled. We will actually be going on March I believe fourth. Fourth. Uh we're having a joint meeting with the Board of Library Trustees. We're going to discuss the main library and the branch library.
1: There's also supposed to be discussion about the the study issue new library, right?
0: Oh, yeah, right. yes. Yeah, so that's the main library and
2: then yeah. the branch library at Lakewood. Okay. So March fourth is a Monday. Yes, uh, it'll be a special meeting. And one more, uh, just a comment or question. to I mean, so so that it's on public record. Uh, one of the things uh, that after I know there was a lot of deliberation on lakeward hybrid versus uh, or synthetic versus uh, natural grass. Um, I came across this thing called cisgrass grass, and apparently it's heavily used um, in a lot of um, uh the uh, athletic surfaces including lambo uh, field uses that uh it's it's a kind of a yarn stitched on on natural grass so that it holds better uh, a little less in maintenance but um, is that something that staff can look into it as part of the the
7: I, I'm very curious. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure what you're referring to. But if you can, I can, could I can just, follow with that. Yeah. yeah, if you would send me something like that, I'm always open to new ideas for sure. Right.
2: Thank yeah. you.
1: Anybody else? You know, I, I would say that I was at the uh, subcommittee meeting this uh, afternoon uh, in regards to um, uh, ways to make uh, these meetings run smoother, run better. Uh, I know that I emailed over to you guys uh, the. The suggestions uh, that um, that I had for making these meetings run smoother, uh, I read those out loud uh, at the meeting. So, you know, we'll see what changes might happen there. Um, I thought they were pretty good ideas. I, I thought I thought the part where Jim Stark could take me to work one day was a particularly good one. Uh, tomorrow morning i'm going to be at the study issue uh uh fighting for our uh fighting for uh, fighting for your money that's all right, right. <laughs> that, that,
7: that's at like eight o'clock we start at six come on up. i
1: think it's eight thirty but uh i have to there was a meeting before the meeting and then then there's the coffee before the meeting for the meeting anyway you would i'm sure you're happy to know that uh that late night lights uh, apparently is number one out of the department of public works Uh, I'm really sad to see that the dog-off-leash area was knocked down as low as it possibly has been. Uh, But my hope is that City Council will uh, rally um, and support that. Lord knows we had enough people here asking about it. Is there any other comments? Okay, then we'll close that part of the meeting. Uh, Information-only reports. Parks and Recreation Commission proposed study issues calendar year 2025, standing item.
0: There are no new ones at this time.
1: It would be great to have some new ones right? Please come up with new ideas. Please put them forward. I mean, it's quite possible they'll all get shot down, uh, but that doesn't matter. I think what happens is we have the opportunity to make policy. Let's go ahead and make policy, or at least talk about it. Uh, And if there's nothing else, then anything else? Okay, then I move to adjourn this meeting. The Valentine's Day special is now closed at 8.34 p.m. Thank you. There's candies over there. Please have a piece. Can't take them all back home. (laughs) Uh, that's Sturgis, not roberts if it was roberts then we would know people who aren't here weren't allowed to vote on uh on um on uh uh what was said at previous other other meetings yeah i probably can't well you know it is
2: balanced on yeah, yeah, you
0: know, to <laughs>
1: I actually had flowers, but I thought that was too <laughs> open to Tom.
0: Make sure you send them to him.
1: I, really don't yeah. I, I, think
5: I, think I don't let the person out of my file because
0: they say you have to a it, you're like You're yeah. not
2: like I mean, some yeah.
0: of I Are you
2: broadcasting? Thank you. Thank
0: you.